Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. You know what time it is. Time for Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition here on this Saturday. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKibble, holding down and joining me. As always, got my tag team partner, WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry. And Mark, night one of WrestleMania is just a couple hours away. And speaking of the Hall of Fame, I feel like we got a couple future Hall of Famers in the main event. We have asked, we have prayed, we have begged, and it is happening. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, night one main event. Let's go, baby. We got what we asked for. And I tell you what, man, we couldn't have asked for any better. Uh, looking forward to seeing this. Tune in and hear what we say about what's going to happen because I think there's some pertinent information that you don't want to miss. History is unquestionably on the line night one in the main event. And it wouldn't be a Saturday show here on Busted Open if we didn't give you weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. So make sure you check that out as well as, Mark, we take a full deep dive into night one and night two of WrestleMania 37. Go and WrestleMania weekend is here. Busted Open Radio is coming through your ears. Relax, click play. Let's get it going. I'm Ryan. That's Mark. This is Busted Open on a Saturday. Yeah, let's get it back here on a Saturday. The Busted Open train is just getting started. I'm Ryan McKinnell. That is Mark Henry. I just threw up that uh, DMX and Cena package from WrestleMania 27 that you heard a little bit of going to break. If you want to catch that, put it out on my Twitter at Ryan McKinnell. If you miss that or if you don't remember it or if you just want to, you know, go back and relive some great memories, you can do that. But speaking of reliving great memories, Mark, we're going to be making some great memories tonight. Night one of WrestleMania kicking off in just a few hours. And as we were just talking about when we went to break, the outstanding news uh, that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks are going to be headlining night one. Uh, there's a lot of history on the line, Mark. Uh, I mean, two African-American women meeting in the main event, two women meeting in the main event. And then how about this? Both uh, uh, for Sasha, well, specifically for Sasha, her first solo match, her first singles match at WrestleMania. That's pretty wild to think about. Just a lot of history on the line in a few hours when, when Sasha and Bianca mix it up at Mania night one. Yeah, I mean, both of these women are very deserving, if you will. And the thought of not being in a main event this long in is beyond me because of how great 
you know, she is. And I think we're going to have many more of them, man. This ain't the, this is not the first or the last Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, um, WrestleMania match. Well, that's, what's got me excited for a few reasons. I mean, I love history and I love thinking about the future and get excited about all that. But also Mark, I look forward to other mania matches strictly because this one in terms of storytelling, it didn't really focus a lot on what I think the best story here is. And that is just the actual output that these two are capable of, the athleticism that they have, the pro wrestling that they bring to sports entertainment. These are two of the best to do it, period. And that like, that really wasn't highlighted in the build up to WrestleMania. Now, I think it's going to be highlighted tonight at night one. I think it's going to be an absolute clinic, but I look forward as the years passed to watch how this rivalry develops. Watch the wins and losses, Mark, alternate back and forth and just see what these two women are capable of because we talk about it all the time. Styles make fights, right? Um, These two have very similar, but also at the same time, very different styles. And they both just look different. They both just, they just both have a feel that is meant for, I just feels meant for WrestleMania, but meant for each other, Mark. We've talked about this a lot. I feel like these two were destined to have years and years of great matches against one another. Yeah. and, and, And you would think, you know, because Bianca has less experience, uh, in the in the ring on the big stages, and nowhere near the amount of matches that Sasha's had, that um, she's like the the youngster. Uh, but I mean, they're virtually the same age, and I mean, yeah. they got a lot of time. I mean, ten years or more to mix it up, not only with each other but with the other top elite five or six women in pro wrestling and. Bro, I I'm just I'm so ready for this. Like WrestleMania, <laughs> like these, these last three weeks have been like pulling teeth. I mean, I'm like, let's get to it already. And right? here we are, man. I'm just like, I'm ready to see Sasha Banks be the boss, but I'm also ready to see Bianca step up and seize that moment. And, you know, we, we had the, uh, Dave and I yesterday, we had the, um, our picks mm-hmm. and he was shocked that I picked Bianca because I, I always kind of lean toward heels. And as much as I, I've, I always go for the heel, I can, I just can't in all honesty go against Bianca. That's, it's my baby. I can't do it, man. That's like pulling. That's like not pulling for your kids. I kind of feel the same way. <laughs> I mean, I know I didn't bring her over to WWE. I know I didn't, you know, recruit her. But Mark, when you and I did our very first show ever, and I do mean this, like I got a call. Hey, you, you want to fill on a bus undying love? <laughs> yes. Yes, 
I filled in that day. I did our first show, and I found out that you recruited Bianca Belair, and that was all that I wanted to talk about. Bianca had recently just debuted at NXT. Uh, the the writing was on the wall for so many of us, and I was I was a complete mark. So here we sit, three years later. She had a rocket strap to her back. She's finding herself in the main event of night one against uh, uh, WrestleMania in WrestleMania against one of the best of her generation, and that is with Sasha Banks. It's just there's so much to be excited about, Mark. Also, Bianca Belair celebrating a birthday yesterday. Talk about a great freaking 24 hours for Bianca Belair. Are you kidding me? I mean, you just can't time it any better, can you? Uh, For real. You cannot time it any better. Like, uh, you have your birthday, you know, of course, I guarantee you, she didn't have any cake. She didn't have any ice cream because I saw a picture of her yesterday. I've never seen shredded. her so lean. She's shredded. Right. She is ready for WrestleMania. Uh, bro, I mean, it's, it was impressive. And I, you know Sasha Banks is going to be on point. I can't oh, wait to see what outfit Sarath has made for her. Like, her husband is her art designer and does all her gear. She's come out with some, like, couture-type, unbelievable outfits. This is WrestleMania. You know this shit is going to be off the hook. And not only is it WrestleMania, it's the main event of night one. I mean, this is a benchmark moment for the ladies. It's a benchmark moment for Bianca and Sasha. They know what's on the line. There's a reason Bianca's shredded. There's a reason, you know, Banks is going to look the way she's going to look. It's inevitable because this is history. This is timeless. This gets put on the network. They still make DVDs, I think. This is going to be put on the DVDs. Mark, they're going to be watching this match for the next 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 100 years. This this has all of the make and it is set up to be an absolute classic. The women know that, and with all that, as I just set it up, holy shit, Mark, the amount of pressure they must be feeling right about now at 6.23 in the morning Pacific time, I can't even imagine, but I can't imagine that both of them are up because I don't know how you could be sleeping right now. How can you sleep? And and I'm going to tell you this. DVDs and VHS, uh, I, I think that is, you know, that's all gone away. It's all streaming and Oh uh, no no no. No 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 not me, Mark. Not me. I've still got my You don't have any CDs and VHS. Well, hold on. What's what's that sitting on the couch right over there? What's that? Is that a CD book? Is that a DVD book? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I've kept all my DVDs because when the streaming wars eventually end and you can't find anything on any, you know, platform and this movie can't be found, I'm gonna start up my own blockbuster. I got like six hundred DVDs. I'm gonna start a neighborhood (laughs) video store. You know what I'm saying? Like when the when the solar flare hits and the internet goes down, guess who the one man left's gonna be standing? McKinnell's. That's right. right. They won't be blockbuster. Be hey man, y'all going Redbox? What's what's that? I'm going to McKinnell's. That's right. Got the little Damn. tags on the got the little tags on the box. Remember, you go to the video store back in the '80s, and you'd want that movie. Or you'd, I, I was always a big horror movie guy. I know you weren't, but you know you'd like you'd go down there and you'd, you'd, a new release, or there'd be a Coliseum video release. You're a pro wrestling fan, and you go down yeah. there and you're looking for the tag, but the tag is off the the cassette, and you can't bring it to the front of the desk, and you got to wait like six days till someone brings it back. And if, if you don't catch it when they bring it back, then you never get it, and you got to wait like two months to see what you want to see. Man, and then you got to bribe the person, like yeah. Like, yeah. Here's five bucks, man. When this comes in, just hold it for me, bro. Just Jeez. hold it for me. 
Please. Remember the begging? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I remember begging them dudes, man. The karate movies was my thing, right? Mm. So I would go in, and they had one called Kung Fu Commandos and the Five Deadly Venoms. Oh, I remember you know, Five Deadly Venoms. Fist of White Lotus. And I, I, I just want, I, I watched the same ones over and over and over. And it got to the <laughs> point to where I would come in, and the dude goes, it's out. <laughs> Like he, he would tell me right off the bat, "Hey man, your move's gone." I was like, "Oh man!" And I just turned around and walk out because that's all I wanted to see. That was me with SummerSlam '91. It was just like for like three months, I just tried to get SummerSlam 1991, and every time I went into the video store, it was gone. But then I eventually got good at dubbing, and I started recording everything off a of pay-per-view. Sorry, Vince. And uh, I actually think that I still have all of those original VHSs. You know, like, go say, like, Problem Child 2, and then you put Problem Child 2 in, and it's like an amalgamation of Monday Night Raw and, like, a pay-per-view here or there or, like, an in-your-house. I still think I have all those VHSs. I don't throw anything away, Mark. I really don't. I'm a hoarder. You're a hoarder. I think you don't strike me as a hoarder. Yeah. Damn. I am. Ryan I am. I'm a collector. I, okay, I wouldn't you. I'm actually I'm I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm 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 uh what's the word I'm looking for? I'm organized, but I just collect everything. I have a serious collector problem. I really do. Okay. So you can walk through your house pretty easily oh, yeah. and yeah. you know, not step on like piles of uh DVDs and Right. Old CD cases. The garage, that's a different story. The garage, that's a different story. But, yeah, the Uh-oh. house is pretty good. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, real quick, uh, back to Bianca and Sasha before we uh, take a break and we'll come back with some calls from the nation here on this WrestleMania night one uh, Saturday. No, I mean, listen, I, I did kind of joke about it, but the nerves, man. Like, this is a big moment for these ladies. It's a big moment historically. It's a big moment personally. It's a big moment for the WWE as this is the first show where fans are going to be back in more than a year plus. Mark, what do you think these ladies are feeling right now? What, what were you feeling at your first WrestleMania? And, and, and how do you kind of quell some of those nerves so you go out there and you, and you put your best foot forward? You know, man, I focused my attention on uh, – I had a couple of morning interviews when, you know, my, my, my last memorable WrestleMania um, – I just went and ate breakfast with my family. I did my interviews and I went back to the room and I'm sitting in the bed flipping the channels and I look at the clock and it's like 1120 and I felt like I had been up for like eight hours already. I mean, like time moves so slow uh, when you're dying to, to hurry up and get there. And when it got, uh, noon you know had to go over to the arena so i got all my stuff together and i'm sitting in the locker room and all of just looking at the stadium and saying damn every one of these seats is going to be filled and you stand there and you watch the rehearsals of, for the lighting and the music and the pyro, and you're just going, "This is going to be crazy." When it, I mean, and and it's just a, this anticipation keeps building and building, and you walk down that ramp, and it's like a football field, 
So, you know, you walk about 40 yards before you get to the ring. It takes forever. And um, you start saying, wow, I got to speed this up. I got to slow this. So you have plenty to think about. <laughs> right. But, um, and catering. Oh, man. Catering at WrestleMania? It is like now, Robin Leach. Champagne oh. dreams. Uh, champagne wishes and caviar dreams, brother. Lobster. Crab towers. Uh, what? I mean, you name it. Uh, omelet bars. Like, you you name it. I mean, it's there. Everything you can imagine. Every dessert. And everybody's like, you know, nervous and not wanting to eat. Right. I was going to say, does it not get touched? Man, as soon as, soon as people's matches are over, it's like, it looks like a Vegas, it looks like a, a Las Vegas uh, buffet in there, man. Like, it's, people go in after that. I would imagine. Crab Towers, let's get it. All right. Well, you got that to look forward to, performers, if you're listening today. That would be my, uh, that everybody that's not working. About WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be good. They're going to be really well fed today. <laughs> the things we find out here on busted open great stuff great stuff all right you're we're gonna take a quick break here on a saturday i'm ryan mckittle that is mark henry when we come back we're gonna catch up with you nation 877 fight 93 night one of wrestlemania is upon us let's get it going nation we're catching up with you when we come back we'll be right back after this break Hey, guys, I haven't been around while I've been listening off and on, but I'm making me some buffalo chili, green onions, and red onions simmering back Ooh, here in the truck as I dive down the road. Let's Talk go. You're making Talk Mark dirty, me. man. Jeff, Jeff, you got Mark all excited. He's popping his microphone. The only thing that does that, you know, occasionally pro wrestling, but more often than not, it's food. So, you know, it's, you know, you it's struck all about nerve. food, man. It comes That's, all back to food. <laughs> That's right. It's so Bro, true. I, hey. I could use some good chili right now, too. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, fresh, fresh buffalo. Got one uh, a couple weeks ago on a special hunt permit down in Custer. Hey, uh, Mark, I uh, I want grown-ass man Drew McIntyre to win because of the fanfare. But, man, yeah. I love Bobby Lashley, and we've been screaming for him to be a champ for a while. I want him to go on a, a non-Sasha Banks run, let him have it for a while. But as far as Becky Lynch goes, I don't really see the sense in having her come back now for a couple reasons. And she had an iconic run going I mean, she oh, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. but her, but her her beef should really be with Oscar because Oscar is who she for, gave up the title to, and it should right. be more of a story of her coming back to Oscar saying, "Hey, I like to be a placeholder." You got, you got something and that so belongs to back. me. That's right. And then as far as Bianca Belair, I've been following her since before she came up to WWE, and I really enjoy hers. And that might be the one match that can rival. Uh, Champa and Walter, not because it's an offsetting of sizes, because it's not, but it's mm-hmm. it's a youthful versus a season. It's speed versus power, and that may be the one match that I think could rival uh, Walter and Champa. But I really want to see all the newer ones win and kind of go over. I want to yeah. see uh, Rhea go over. She had a great match with Flair. I think she's due. I want to see Bianca. I, I want to see him try to start really developing that talent, not – relying more on just going back to the same old, same old. We got some new ones up, but we're going to keep supporting the older vets. 
you you mentioned oh, like Champa and and Walter. Um, how did how did you feel about the um, the the first the last three days of pro wrestling, the last two days of NXT? I really love NXT, and I really love what they do. I think it makes a lot more sense. I love both nights of that, but I was really looking forward to that Walter Champa match. I really like what Champa does. He's a big guy that can move really nice. Uh, I like what they were doing, but I was kind of on what you guys were thinking. It would be nice to see uh, Champa win because you can move him to Europe, get a new flow going, and you can see Walter move up. But that was a hard-hitting, psychologically sound match, I thought. I loved the false finishes. I really thought three or four times Champa had that one, especially that finisher that he did off the top rope or second rope. I thought that was devastating. That should have maybe been a finisher to win. But to keep that unbeatable moniker going with Walter, I really, really liked it. And I, you, I love the selling of them both down. They really sold that well. And I think yeah. you almost saw that mutual respect that you saw when Cesaro and Sheamus was having their big views. I wouldn't be surprised you see some kind of respect factor between the two of them moving forward and start seeing them maybe do a little tag here and there and then at some point come back to that angle and Ciampa does eventually go over. You know, I'm hard to get. I'm hard to get, and they got me like three or four times. Yeah, that was awesome. I love that. So I'm, I'm just gonna say, like, right off the bat, like, I, I've that's the best match I've seen this year right now. Um, it might be in two years. Oh, you you know what? You can put it up there with it. You can put it up there. There there was some really good matches in the last two years. Um, shit, Champa was in one of them. You know, to yeah. see Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher in that first pit match was mm-hmm. pretty damn good. And um, Dragunov and um, and Walter. That match like, was. It, it's, it's funny. It's funny that the two guys that we mentioned were in two of those top maybe five matches that I saw this year so far. Yeah. So. They. They. NXT, to me, seems like they show how wrestling should be. They do more with less. Yeah, I would oh, agree okay. with that. I, I, I can agree, agree with that. that. Can't argue. Yep. Appreciate the call, Jeff, and enjoy that chili, man. Happy WrestleMania Saturday, buddy. Good man. stuff. Good stuff. I hope he put a bottle of Merlot in that chili. <laughs> you know, put a get, little, get the flavor put a little going. brown sugar in there and some cinnamon. Ooh. What are you trying to do to us right now? Bro, I'm just saying. He's, he brought it up. <laughs> it was his fault. And you know what, Ryan? Some people eat chili, just chili and crackers. I eat rice in my chili. I get a scoop of rice okay. and I pour my chili over it. Now, I haven't, uh, I haven't went Bro, down that uh, road yet. change yeah. your life. It'll change you. Okay. And you know, like in, in the Midwest, y'all, you're a Midwest guy. You're not yeah, a, for sure. You're not a you're not an Ohio guy. They they do the one way, two way, three way, five way. You know, like they put, put spaghetti and cheese on. They top put chili. They put they onions. put chili on everything. Yeah, you get toast and they put chili on it. That's what they do in Ohio. I don't mind kind of the way they toast do. and chili, but I'm just saying. Like, no, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind anything with chili on it. I'm just, but yeah, that's kind of the Ohio State motto is we don't mind anything with chili on it, and we just throw chili on everything. So yeah. Hey, what, before we get too sidetracked, before we, before we get uh, uh, too sidetracked again. with 
Yeah, get too sidetracked with food. I do want to ask you as we do, uh, we are going to go to break real quick, but coming up in 45 minutes, we have weekly winner. I think maybe we should start it now just so we make sure that you get everything that you want to say in. You so bastard. maybe when we come back, maybe we come back. No, but seriously, what are we going to do for weekly winner? Like, how do we I'm going to have a short up? ass. I'm going to have this. the world's shortest weekly winner. No, no, that's, that's not what I mean. Hey, everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experience past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on SiriusXM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving. Which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, let's go! Hour three on a Saturday, you know what time it is! It's weekly winner time, where Mark and I give you the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. And, uh, yeah, Mark, I mean, let's see. It is now 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 o'clock Eastern. So, uh, I don't know. I think we should start Weekly Winner right now because you're going to need the whole hour. So, why don't you tell us, Mark, who is your Weekly Winner for this WrestleMania week? Okay, I'm just kidding. Just mildly. I I know you're not going to take the whole hour. Actually, Mark, before we get to uh, Weekly Winner, I do want to make a mention. I do want to make a mention because I don't know if we're going to hear from him. He was waiting on the line, and I did want to talk to him. But I think he had to go take uh, take care of some daddy duties. I am, of course, talking about Anthony in Nebraska. Uh, actually, wait, I'm getting a thumbs up. He's actually right there. So, hey, 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 quick pause on Weekly Winner, Mark. We're going to get back to Weekly Winner. I want to hear from Anthony right now because Anthony just added another member to the Busted Open Nation family. And actually, I think he might be at the, the hospital right now. Anthony, what's up, man? Welcome in. What's up? I'm the Weekly Winner. I'm you're you are the you're you're actually you know what I like that you are absolutely right actually you're not the weekly winner Anthony you're not the weekly winner Sebastian Henry Ryan Brantley is the weekly winner here on a Saturday most definitely hello gentlemen it's good to hear your voices it's been a long couple months and it's nice to talk to you guys and little man's here and he's healthy and he's beautiful and it's WrestleMania day and he came at the perfect time. Man, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm living. I'm living. I'm breathing. I'm, you know, I'm blessed. That's it. We praying for you, man. Thank you, yes. man. I got, hey, I got all the blessings in the world right now. I got everything. Amen. I keep myself going. So, and I got Amen. a great nation. Of, I got a great nation of friends behind me, from Christina to Joe to John to freaking Dead Housing out there. All of them. Every one of them has lifted me up and like front row. I do not want to forget Front Row. That is my guy. They have all seriously lifted me up and kept me in their prayers and my thoughts and, you know, everything. And their family. And we wouldn't have this without Dave. We wouldn't have this without the show. We wouldn't have this without wrestling, period. So I'm thankful to everybody, all of you. I love you all. 
Man, good stuff there. We really appreciate it, Anthony. And bro, congrats on the birth of Sebastian. That's so cool. And Mark, you got a baby named after you, Sebastian, Henry, Ryan, Brantley. And I'm also taking credit for that Ryan part of that name. I'm just, this is the Saturday show baby. Like we have a baby. Is that okay, Anthony? Can can we say we have an official member of the we, Saturday We have family? a baby. We got a baby. The busted like open it. baby, I like man, it. I man, I, I love that dude, man. Like you know, I'm, I do too. I'm so glad that now things are opening up. That you know, I can finally get him his uh, get him his ribs. <laughs> after so after a year, <laughs> it'll just make it all that much more sweeter when they actually. Oh, do those ride, ribs Mark. are going to be falling the, off the bone. That's right. It's 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 the anticipation. It's the anticipation, and absolutely for those. And if I owe you, you'd never be broke. That's right. That's hey. That's Boom. perspective. That's a glass. That's a glass half full mentality that we're looking for on a Saturday. <laughs> but no, in case I didn't set it up correctly, or maybe something was lost in translation, Anthony in Nebraska uh, uh, having the birth of his son, six pound fourteen ounce Sebastian Henry, named after Mark Henry Ryan Brantley. So congrats to. Anthony and the whole family over there and the little Sebastian. But, Mark, it is time for weekly winner here on an Hour 3 WrestleMania edition, Saturday edition of Busted Open. And I don't know, like, how are we going to do this? We haven't talked about it. Are we going to allow night one and night two of TakeOver to be they, one They have event? to be the same. I don't think same. we can do that. How can, but I, it's a different night, though. It's. I think we got to split it up. I think we got to either take one night one or night two or AEW or Raw or SmackDown. I think we. Well, just I'm, I'm going to tell you night. right now, Ryan. Um, Monday and Friday, you can ixnay them right <laughs> off the list because they were so promo heavy that yeah. you could tell that they were go home shows that deal that dealt with keeping everybody ready for WrestleMania, and I have no mm-hmm. problem with it whatsoever. None whatsoever. There was not one negative tweet that I can remember. Oh, Raw sucks. Oh, SmackDown sucks. They talk too much. I, I didn't hear none of that. Everybody's excited about tonight and we tomorrow knew, yeah. night. We knew what it was. We knew yeah, what it sure. was. AEW, good show. It was a good show. Yep. But I'm going to tell you something. The last two nights of NXT, bro, this is the best NXT ever was. It's hard to argue. Both with. nights. You you can yeah, pick uh, one uh, or the other. I don't know how you pick it. That's why I, we have to split it up because I need to, I need someone to make a choice because if we don't split it up, obviously stand and deliver gets the week we winner. Like, obviously, if you're combining Wednesday and Thursday. If you combine the them, week. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, can't, we no can't do that. You no, just said you got to no. pick a night. Yep. And I, I would have to go so far as to, uh, um, you know how much I, I love, like, breaking down the matches. Of course. And breaking down the matches, to me, it, it means a little something different um, because this paper, this was pay-per-view. It, it wasn't, um, it wasn't your typical 
Wednesday night wrestling match is what I'm saying. Not at all. <laughs> it was not your typical wrestling night, bro. And yeah. um, I'm going to go on rock first night. I'm, I'm going right to the top. I'm not going to stagger him. <sighs> Ciampa and Walter... Probably the best match I've seen this year. And I, agree with that. I guarantee you the match was top three of last year. I mean, it was that one match, and we always say, Oh, you can't have one match. Uh, be the reason for an entire show. Yes, you can. Especially, yes, you can. You look especially, at especially you look Mark at Hogan that. and Andre. You look sure, man. I mean, there are matches where they supersede everything else, and I think that's what happened. Um, night one, that match was pretty damn special. And even the ladder match. Go to the ladder match next. I I love the ladder match. The ballyhoo and everything that came with it, the assistance, the like all of it. The gauntlet match. Was there a weakness in the gauntlet match? Were you not hanging on every entrance? Were you not hanging on every guy? Especially with the stakes that were going in tonight, too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And the women delivered again. Again, they delivered. But I... Oh, man. I'm sitting here just puzzled (laughs) as hell, bro. Because the second night, Johnny Gargano and Thick Boy could have been the main event for either show. And then (laughs) you follow that up with the, the real main event and you get you get Roderick and 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 Adam Cole and you have them guys kill it over 40 minutes they made a damn chain the star of the match they introduced it within 2 minutes they used it throughout both guys and they used it in the finish. And then Karrion Cross and Finn. Oof. The best entrance in wrestling. Guys, if you're going to the ring and you're trying to get somebody's attention, that's how you do it. Not one point during that match that people go, 
oh man, I'm finna go get me a beer. I'm gonna go get something to eat. No. And for that purpose, I have to give the night to the second night. Even though my favorite match was on the yeah. first night. Am I I mean, am I missing something, Ryan? Well, listen, this is a good problem to have when we're trying to pick <laughs> yeah. the show of yeah, the week it's a and good the week in pro wrestling. Yeah, and it's great that we have two nights of takeover to kind of pontificate over. And the fact that it is genuinely difficult to pick which night was better, it's, it's difficult because that means because that means everyone delivered. And you know what? Like, yes, Walter and Champa for me, that is my match of the week so far. It just it was a great story that was told it was physical it was between two men that we haven't seen a lot of in terms of matching up against one another uh and honestly mark right that match that you were talking about in night two had a lot of the same qualities when you talk about kyle o'reilly and adam cole in terms of the storytelling it wasn't to chain which i love the chain it wasn't just the chain though right like the chain was a, a as you said yesterday no pun intended a link to the entire story it kept that kind of cohesive narrative happening but it was also the other stories that were being told like one of the spots that i loved mark that was earlier in the match probably about the 15 minute mark uh Kyle O'Reilly was in a position to suplex Cole onto the steel steps outside, right? But he pauses, and he thinks about it, and you see him struggle with this inner turmoil. Am I going to do this? Can I do this to my friend? And he shakes his head, and he, and he, and he puts it away. He's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take it that way. I'm not going to go to those lengths to win this match. I don't need to do that, right? What does Cole do 15 minutes later? He takes Bang. Kyle O'Reilly to that same spot. Eh, exactly. Same spot on the steps, and he delivers that, that suplex. Meaning... Kyle wasn't willing to go to those lengths, but Adam Cole, ever the heel, ever the, uh, yes, ever, ever the dastardly villain, he was willing to take it to those lengths. And even though Adam Cole was willing to take it to those lengths and he was willing to get down and dirty and he was, you know, willing to be the villain, he still couldn't get it done. Good still prevailed in the matchup of Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. And that was when I heard you guys were talking yesterday and people were complaining about the length. You needed that length. You needed that length to tell that story of good and evil. And damn it, you needed the length. If you're going to break up one of the greatest factions in the history of this company and has been together for the last three to four years, you have to give it that type of story and that sort of time. You wanted these millennials or whatever you want to call them wanted to be microwavable. Like, come on, man. Well, yeah. That match needed that. You needed to struggle. Well, here's the thing is, and I, I heard you talk, like, I, I get what you're saying about the microwave culture, but who's more a victim of that? Who, like, or who is more responsible for the microwave culture? Because I actually think the fans want longer matches. I think it's the companies and not just WWE that is conditioned to give us 11, eight minute matches, seven minute matches. That That's the business today. I actually think by and large, Mark, I think the majority of pro wrestling fans want their stories to be a little longer. I think the issue is, is a small group of people making a lot of noise and that's what sticks with you. Hmm. I think, I think some of it too, Ryan, is the the people won't and I, I used the term flip flying flying yesterday. <laughs> um if you're gonna do that, save it to the end. 
save it for the heat. Like, yes, save it for the transition into your comeback. Like, I always say, like, you know, all the wrestlers pretty much know how at that level. But learning the when and the where things happen is what make us elite, if you will, in our storytelling and in the design of the match and why people are going to be like, holy cow, did you see that? When he did this or when she did that, oh, that's when they had me. That's that's taught. That's good storytelling. That's learning how to layer things and give it and take it away. Like it's it's complicated. I don't want to pull the curtain back too much, but I will say this. Both both nights delivered the best that NXT has ever delivered as a whole. And if you put both of those together, I'm going to tell you something right now. You put that both those nights together and you put WrestleMania both nights together. And then one day you watch NXT and one day you watch WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania, they, they better get ready to step the hell up because and- that'll be a hard DVD to, that'll be a hard tape. That'll be a hard yeah. cassette eight track, whatever it is to watch. If, if, like if that, you don't, if they don't step the hell up. And it's like that Mark almost every single year where NXT puts the pressure on the main roster, quote unquote, main roster, right. To step up and deliver. And, and I'll tell you what, as I think about this, Mark, you know, how impossible it is. Uh, uh, takeover has been happening for seven years, whatever it is. I should go back to that first takeover. It's been, you know, a, a good amount of time that we've had a NXT takeover five part years. of our life. Over five years, yeah. Mark, it, it, <laughs> I don't know how many they have missed on where there have been anything other than a 7 out of 10 for the whole card. It has not been many. I would say that 90, 95% of takeovers are the best wrestling shows of any given month. Like, the consistency of that show on a regular basis for all these years, I, I just... I really want to give that entire brand its flowers because it's obviously the talent sprinkled out through the entire roster. As we get ready to preview WrestleMania coming up here, when we come back from break, half the roster is NXT. Half the roster came up through Mm -hmm. that developmental league. Some of the biggest spots on this card over these next two nights are tied to NXT. I'm just saying, give the flowers to the entire brand because they rarely, if ever miss. And in the business of pro wrestling, I don't know if I've seen a run like this in terms of NXT. Like, I'm, I'm being dead-ass serious. Like, you go back to WCW, go back to anything where people idolize runs and eras, the Attitude Era. Like, there were weak moments in the In Your House era. There were weak moments in the Attitude Era. There were weak moments through WCW. Over the last six, seven years, Mark, I don't can't really find a weak moment in NXT. And that's no. fucking absurd. Bro, how about this? Unwrestling-related, but wrestling-related. Gable Stevenson in the crowd Woo! with Stephanie McMahon. Uh, yeah, did you Come see on, the man. smile? The did, best did you see the smile? 
<laughs> on earth. Yeah, the dude has got personality. He's a he's gonna be a monster, and he's gonna start training after the Olympics. Holy shit, man! Holy cow! Yeah. Olympic now, champion Mark. versus Bobby Lashley. Olympic champion versus Drew McIntyre. Olympic champion versus Brock Lesnar. Sign that shit up. I'm paying double. I want to see it. Like, it, it. man, wrestling right now. How about this? How about this, Mark? How about Gable Stevenson versus uh, Parker Boudreaux? Oh, shit. Oh I mean, you want to talk about the future. I mean, I know we're talking about young guys that maybe the, the audience out there isn't aware of, but Parker Boudreaux, amateur wrestling standout, and Gable Steveson, again, uh, guys, an Olympian. He is, he is one of the favorites to win the gold medal here at, at the Olympic Games coming up. He is the NCAA champion, the reigning NCAA champion, and as Mark said, he has all the intangibles. And Mark, did you see that smile that Stephanie had on her face yes. when she was standing next to yes. Gable Steveson? And also, uh, Gable, yeah, he is named after Dan Gable. So the entirety of this young man's career, the expectation was that you're going to be the next Dan Gable. I mean, I'm sure his parents wanted that. He became that. Like, he lived up to his namesake. And his his namesake was Dan Gable. And check this out. I watched him against the guy that won the uh, Olympics in the um, uh, European Championships. Okay. And he almost teched him. Wow. He, 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 it was 15 to two. Holy shit. At one point. The defending Olympian? Yes, he beat his ass. Wow. It was not a contest. Wow. This dude is Kurt Angle-esque, but bigger. Excited. And I'm just, you put that in the context. Yeah. Kurt was a small heavyweight. He was just so highly skilled and he had no quit in him. And Kurt was going to score at least three points every match, maybe four from escapes. He won the Olympic trials by escaping. (laughs) You couldn't hold him. So now you got a guy that's aggressive and talks shit while he's wrestling. He's the most entertaining wrestler since Corellan. Wow. And he's not dirty like Corellan was. Yeah. And for us, and for us, Mark, he wants to be in WWE. He wants to be in WWE. He was a fan. That's really cool. Bro. Really cool. We are winning as wrestling fans. (laughs) Well, that's fitting because this is weekly winner, and I'm glad you did bring up Gable Stevenson because that was a big takeaway from TakeOver. But, Mark, I'm with you when when we're talking about giving out an award for this week. As much as I thought that Ciampa and Walter was the match of the week, and it was, and as much as I enjoyed the women's championship match between Raquel and Io Shirai and Raquel becoming the new 
champion uh, and the and the and the the, uh, the uh, triple threat between uh, MSK Legato del Fantasma and Grizzly. Oh my gosh, that was badass as well. As much as I enjoyed all of that matches, all of those matches and that entire card, I don't think it can compete with that ladder match that we saw with Escobar Devlin with that uh, tag team match between the ladies and then really those final three matches on night two, the North American Championship, the NXT Championship with Cross and Balor, and then that main event, the story that was told between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. It was have you ever seen a promo package? It was too much to ignore. Have you ever seen a promo package better than the I've never seen a a promo package better than the one between uh O'Reilly and 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 Adam Cole. I I that it was like watching the promos for the Avengers. It was. I mean, it was that, that shit was good. crazy, man. Oh, it was. It made me stop. Like, I mean, I was in the kitchen with my wife, and you know, you're in between matches, so you're getting stuff ready for the main event. I think we were making some food, getting some things around, and the package is playing, and the graphics on it, and the music, and the tone that it was setting. I stopped dead in my tracks, and I watched it intently. Now, I probably would have done that anyway. I'm just saying, it had that intention grabbing. It was different. It was special, and it was different, and it was special, and it grabbed your attention because it was supposed to. Because again, three, four years. Uh, of a story being told, and that's just in WWE, right? The story of Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, Future Shock. I mean, that goes back many, 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 many years. They showed pictures of them when they were yes, young. Yes, they did. Yep, and that was the story being told to set up the great 40-minute uh, match that we saw on Night 2, and that is, for me, why I am giving Night 2 of Stand and Deliver my weekly winner. I don't know what that means for Shofi and uh, what that means for the exact weekly winner count for the entire year, but who gives a shit? We can break any rules we want. It's <laughs> our show here on a Saturday, so Night 2 of Stand and Deliver, getting the flowers from us for weekly winner. And when- hey, everyone. This is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand-new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Back up somehow. Uh-oh. Austin ducked it. Austin going for the stutter. And Michael's counter. Michael's going for another kick. Austin. He got it. The stutter. Mike Tyson in. Austin is the champion. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Wait a Yeah, there you go. Some top highlights from years past. WrestleMania weekend is here. 
And we are so happy to be bringing you busted open here on a Saturday. I'm Ryan McKittle. That is Mark Henry. You know, Mark, when I think back on WrestleMania, the match that will always be it for me, right, is Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan in Toronto. I just, I, I, I for me, it's it's the match. It's it's David versus Goliath, or in this case, Goliath versus Goliath. It was the ultimate billing, but that was the match. That was kind of the 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 mono versus mono that will always stand out. But the moment, the moment for me is the moment you just heard Mike Tyson switching allegiances, winning the title, costing Shawn Michaels his championship, and crowning Stone Cold Steve Austin WWF champion and really kicking off an entire era, the Attitude Era as we know it, man. In terms of moments, for me, Mark, it'll never get bigger than that. Wow. Well, I mean, I'd have to, you know, put my two cents in there and uh, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, one and two are pretty damn hard to beat. And, um, I mean... Rick, Rick, Rick Flair and Ricky Steam, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, or you mean uh, Macho Man? Macho Man. Or yeah, sorry. Um, I knew what you meant. Just the the matches were just so damn good. Where you forget where you are, what you're doing, you're just yes engulfed in greatness, and you find yourself. Like you're sitting in the front row at the at the arena, and you're at home and you're on your couch and you're just going, "Oh my God, he's not gonna be able to get out of this." <laughs> like you, it's like you are so in suspended belief that there's right. no time or place. It's just the moment of wrestling, and I hope we can get that this weekend, man. Like I, I, I need to oh. feel like that. I I just oh, want to feel like that. Yeah. I mean, I got it on. I got it with Walter yeah. and Champa. <laughs> like I'm I'm leaning in like to the I'm leaning like into the screen like this. Oh man! Oh oh oh! oh. I'm 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 holding my chest with every chop. Hey, like I want to be that for WrestleMania. And as much as we you know loved Walter and Champa, and as much as we loved Stand and Deliver, that wasn't at the granddaddy of them all, right? That was not at WrestleMania. And things no. just, they, they look and they feel and they sound and they hit just a little bit different on that WrestleMania stage. And Mark, I, yes, listen, sir. We, there, is not a, there is not a doubt in my mind that we are going to get some of those moments oh. uh, over the next 48 hours. Now, we can start with night one, tonight coming up in just a few hours. I think we're going to have a few moments here. I think we're going to have championship moments. Obviously, the night starting and ending with the two biggest matches. The night starting with Lashley and McIntyre. The night ending with Banks and Bel Air. But in between there, we've got some real opportunity to make moments. The one that jumps out to me, and I'm going to tell you the one that I'm most excited for, at least in terms of what we might get, uh, the new Mr. WrestleMania, in my opinion, Seth Rollins taking on Cesaro. Rollins has never had a bad match at WrestleMania. In fact, Mark, no. it feels like he goes above and beyond, especially up. in 
especially in roles like this, like he did with Orton in San Francisco, Santa Clara, right? Like when he is not the main event and he and there is not a title on the line, he has a way of making it about him and leaving an impression on you, the fan. And now that you've paired him with a man who literally all he does is leave fucking impressions. I'm talking about Cesaro. Sorry, I'm cussing. The guy gets me passionate. This is a match that has me passionate. Cesaro and Rollins, when I think about moments, Mark, I would not be surprised in the least when I when we're texting when we're talking about Wrestlemania when this is over we're just talking about straight up matches I would not be surprised at all if Rollins and Cesaro are sit left there uh, uh, holding the torch for the best match of the weekend man it's so much that I'm looking forward to in the next two days I'm looking to see almost and AJ Styles what they're gonna look like together uh yep I, I'm I'm Big E I mean we just mentioned it you know watching um Biggie and Uha, um, Apollo Cruz, whatever you want to call him, I, I'm I'm man, I'm ready. Like dial it up. I mean, it's this WrestleMania may not be one that had the biggest build up for the matches, but the hey, matches that. that have been put yeah. together. You you're anticipating greatness because of the way, you know. Even I, I I'm 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 waiting to see what's going to happen with Miz and Morrison, and uh, Bad Brunny and Priest. I am what in the hell? You know, intrigued. Yes, man, I'm I'm curious. Like th- well, because this is of the gonna... money, the money and the attention, the money and the attention that Bad Bunny can bring in, Mark. Yeah. Not only can he he's bringing in an, another audience that of people yep. that may maybe not have watched wrestling because he's the wrestling fan and the, it's it's like him asking his fans, "Hey, tune in and watch what what's about to happen." Come, come on, along for the come ride. on for the ride. Yeah, yeah. Like that is an important factor in WrestleMania. And I think that Bad Bunny has done that better than probably anybody we've had in the last three to five years. I would say since Floyd, in terms of bringing in since, a new audience yeah. and, and bringing, yeah, since, since Floyd and Big Show, and, and, and that match actually played out pretty well, all things considered. It was a good build. Um, and Bad Bunny certainly had a, a, a plenty of time on television to build towards this and plenty of time to train for what is going to be, you know, his first, I guess, real in ring debut where he's really going to get some work in. So it's going to be really interesting to see Andre making a great point. Yeah, Bad Bunny is the Cindy Lopper of today. And that's important to keep that in context. This has been running for 37 years. This is WrestleMania 37 for as long as that has been going matches like this have been happening I know we're old right Mark like if it wasn't enough to just look at our look at our uh zoom right now and see the gray in our beard uh well I'm 37 but uh in your you're actually you look younger than me despite the fact that you're like 50 which I just I I well either way but we are still both kind of old it is WrestleMania 37 and we do remember all of the celebrities from years past and Mark as I said obviously you know 
Uh, we're going to have Bad Bunny on night one. We've got that great match of Cesaro and Seth Rollins. we got the tag team match with New Day, as you mentioned, uh, uh, the excitement with Omos and seeing what he's going to be able to bring to the ring with AJ Styles. There's just so much from that night, and that, as I said, is just night one. we got night two to get to. we got more picks to get to, predictions, breakdowns for WrestleMania 37, and, of course, we still got the nation to hear from 877 and fight 93 we are busted open on a wrestlemania saturday and we will be right back i'm ryan that's mark don't you go anywhere that's right thanks for listening catch us monday through saturday on busted open from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 the busted open podcast the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keep for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand 